What is up, guys? Jordan Marshall, Road Dog, ready to go. Episode three of the Road Dogging podcast. I have a freaking cool guest today. He uh, came down from Indiana and chased us all over the yard in the Tennessee Bass Nation series and uh, nearly won our Tennessee AOY series. Put a lot of miles on this year. Uh, become really good friends with this guy this year and um, excited to let you guys get to know him. Without further ado, I will bring in Mr. Marcus Grubbs. What's, What's up? up How are you? I'm fantastic. How you doing? I'm doing excellent. Good to see you. You get caught up on sleep from the uh, from the championship? Almost there, dude. A couple more nights, I might have it. I'm tired, dude. So, uh, so, so tell everybody, uh, you know, kind of where you're from. Give us a little background if you want. Tell us how you got into kayak fishing, and uh, we we can go from there. Yeah, I grew up in small town Indiana. Uh, did a little pond hopping with my dad when I was a kid, but never had a boat or anything. Uh, got into BMX, all that stuff when I was a kid, high school. Traveled around, did all that until. I was maybe 28 or so, and I got back into fishing somehow, just off a whim. Maybe YouTube, a little bit of my dad, pond hopping again. Wanted to get out on the water a little bit further and ended up buying a used kayak off a of, uh, Craigslist for like 200 bucks. You know, a 10 foot of sand. <laughs> Quickly realized I needed something bigger than that, you know, so I saved up and got a 12 foot of sand. <laughs> oh, yeah. I rocked that thing for years, man. It was awesome. It was a cool boat, and I didn't know anything better, you know. So, so how, how long do you while. think you've been kite fishing? A few years now? I'd say 2014 probably is when I started, 2014, 15, something like that. And, and how long have you been fishing? You know? Oh, oh you, you, you were about to yeah, answer the question I was going to ask. Maybe the first tournament was 2016. I'm, I'm 100% on that. So. Were those mostly um... – you know, for, for those, you know, that don't know, I, I didn't really particularly know who you were. And so this year coming down and fishing the Tennessee series, you know, we had talked about, um, you, you had fished some of the, uh, the bluegrass, uh, kayak mm -hmm. angler series. Is that, you know, kind of Indiana and, uh, and Kentucky, what you kind of started fishing? Yeah. Southern Indiana. Um, they got a bunch of clubs really. It's weird. Uh, for as good as the fishing is there, there's so a lot of, a lot going on with the, tournaments but uh my buddy chad ran a small uh little small division i guess and uh i got into it with him and started traveling around with him a little bit and hitting all the lakes we could for probably three or four years with him and ika indiana kayak anglers did a few of theirs i like doing those when i can but I think the... go ahead no i was gonna say but man i really i really wanted to fish kentucky lakes i never really traveled out there and hit like clear rocky stuff you know i was always hitting dirty and grassy which i like you know i like fishing that a lot but i wanted to kind of feel a little more well-rounded yeah i think the only event that i know of you know i've i've heard of some of those groups up, groups up there in indiana but i think the only tournament that i ever hear about in indiana over the course of a year is you have like a crossroads kayak championship or something like that where like a bunch of the clubs get together or something like that i, I believe so yeah i just actually i think it's been going on for years but i just heard about it this year my buddy qualified for it so 
pretty excited to follow that and see how it goes. Yeah, I think they're going to Illinois or somewhere like that. Hmm. The um, so so I've never really fished in in Indiana at all. You actually, you know, it kind of caught me off guard. I didn't really, you know, know what to expect. You <laughs> said a lot of the water is kind of like dirtier and and grassy in Indiana, kind of where you're from. Southern Indiana kind of is, uh, at least what I fished. You know, uh, there's a couple strip pits that's full of grass. Uh, some of the smaller lakes are just chock full of grass and lily pads and stuff. And that's what I started fishing first. There's a couple of bigger lakes that do have a lot of rock and a little bit more clear water, but they kind of suck, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what what made you fish come down and, and to try to fish the the Tennessee series this year? I, I see your I see your prize possessions behind you on the wall there with, <laughs> with, yeah. with your Happy Gilmore checks. Dude, those are the best, man. It makes you feel good uh, fitting those in the truck on the way home, but. Uh, um, Honestly, uh, there's a lot of tournaments around here, maybe in Indiana that's in a small lake that's three hours away. I can drive three hours and get to Chickamauga almost, you know, or Dale Hollow or something like that. So I'd, I'd rather do that personally. And the level of competition is crazy. So it's almost like hitting a national event sometimes. You see some of the names on the on the list, you know, you're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, But it does yeah. feel good when you when you keep up with them or you actually beat them, you know. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel like you belong. Yeah, we we spent a good amount of the year you uh, chasing you. Um, you know, you started off strong. Um, I think I've actually got the the actual final tally for the for the point. There we go. Yeah. So uh, I wish it showed the actual points uh, events on here, but you know, you started off strong. We spent most of the year actually chasing you in the Carl Black Nashville. AOI race and you know obviously if y'all can see uh Marcus qualified through the Dale Hollow event which is literally the 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 first event of the season uh you, you opened up strong with a was a uh, second place at Dale Hollow yeah yeah and, and uh pr- pretty much from there I think you had a pretty solid second event and you pretty much mm-hmm. led the in, the entire thing till some jack wagon came and took it from you <laughs> Yeah, man. Like, yeah, I wasn't expecting it, but man, it was so, so much pressure. Like I'd think about it first thing when I woke up, I'd be driving to work. Not really. It hit me. I'd be like, God, dang. <laughs> I got to hold on to this or try to, or whatever. You know, I just wanted, I honestly just wanted it to be over win or lose. I just, <laughs> I hated that feeling. I would have much rather been in third or fourth trying to catch you or something, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I sent I sent Marcus a text uh, after day one of our state championship, and you know I, I like to you know give people a hard time you know if if they're ahead of me in events I, I've done it to Ewing and you know that's actually how me and Lambert you know became really good friends over the course of the last few years of us giving each other a hard time and you know uh, Marcus you know me and Marcus have you know kind of become friends this year and i hadn't really sent him one of those text messages maybe uh maybe that pickwick event i told him i was gonna you know give him give him a good shot to 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 get aoy but i think the 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 gunnersville event at the state championship was the first time i really started giving him a hard time during one of those events uh uh it, it turns out marcus is is not a not a hundred percent trash talker like like me and lambert <laughs> I, I don't know if he couldn't handle it or what i don't know i'm a lover man i just want to be friends with everybody (laughs) (laughs) but i I think the only person i didn't trash talk saturday night was uh was ethan jet and he ended up beating beating all of us so 
Yeah, I didn't uh, realize I you're only a quarter inch back, dude. Oh yeah, and I close. didn't realize that uh, <laughs> that I probably you know I, I fish so many events, so I don't like pay attention to what all the in and out rules are. So I've got a pretty well set system of how I handle every fish for every trail, right? And mm-hmm. I, I could have gotten a little further back on the tail than what I did on on those bass. And there's there's a picture of that like fifteen and three quarter, which I shouldn't have had in my limit anyway. That's a whole other story. But <laughs> I, I think I could have got sixteen out of them, but you know. That's that's part of it, you know. Man, it is. I love pinching those tails, though, man. Oh yeah, and and <laughs> shout out to Ethan Jet, state champ. That's that's an awesome feeling. That's uh, that's something yeah. you can't ever take away. There's only, you know, Tennessee actually does have you know two of those a year. We're one of the few states that actually have a couple different state championships based on governing bodies. Um, but we've got our you know bass state championship out of the way. Ethan's Ethan's the champ, and. <laughs> And uh, couldn't couldn't happen to a better dude. Dug, dug out teammate. Dude. <laughs> oh yeah, he's cool man. He's cool. I, I call him Mini Mullet. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. He might he might have more more, more volume, more volume. Than he, he has a lot, shorter, volume. But it's a lot of volume. A lot of volume. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you know, you mentioned the the BMX thing. We can go ahead and talk about that. Um, tell everybody mm-hmm. kind of what you what you got. You you sent me a video. I'm going to let you kind of talk about it, and then I'm going to play play an awesome video uh, that I that I found online. Well, I say found. Marcus sent it to me. I had to retrack <laughs> it down to get it on here. But tell everybody about that. This is actually really cool. Yeah, uh, man. Like I guess I I just started. I lived in a small town. Man, there wasn't much to do. But I had a bicycle and I just started riding it, uh, jumping stuff, whatever, and ended up getting pretty good at it. Uh, by the time high school, you know, was about over, I was traveling down to Louisville all the time and hitting the skate park and making a bunch of friends. And then once I was out of high school, we started traveling. And uh, I got with a clothing company down here. Uh, it's uh, shitluck clothing, actually. And uh, they uh, they bought a airport shuttle bus and converted it to vegetable oil power and uh we drove that thing everywhere uh i wasn't on this particular trip but they drove it from new york to texas on 10 bucks oh my gosh dude it was it was fun but man it it was a pain in the butt sometimes we were mainly getting the oil from uh mexican restaurants and uh chinese restaurants because they had the cleanest oil and uh we never asked for it we just took it so there's times (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's times where, I mean, every now and then, they ask, but, uh, I mean, these were 30 year old guys that were taking us around and we thought they were adults, you know, they were still pretty, pretty much kids too. <laughs> and, uh, uh, man, cops would come sometimes, sometimes, you know, they'd make us clean stuff up and get out of there. We never really got in trouble, but, uh, and it was fun. We went to, I went on a trip, uh, from here to, Oregon and back and for a month long, you know, it was hard to keep jobs and I wasn't getting paid to do it. <laughs> so it was <laughs> kind of, it was pretty rough, but, uh, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Uh, got free bikes and all that. Uh, but yeah, road dogging. You, you, you literally were the, <laughs> yeah. a, an OG road dog. And, and yeah. I, I didn't know that when we first started talking about coming on here and you started talking about it and I was like, man, that's, that's, that's even better. So, so you, you yeah, even travel to that. different countries, right? Yeah. Uh, first one, I believe, uh, went to Mexico City in 2009 or 2010. I can't remember for sure, but that was wild. It was two weeks, and uh, that was first. You know, I had to get my uh, passport for that one. 
Um, which how, how was Mexico times. City? It was just it was uh it was wild because it's so big, man. Uh, you'd travel for two or three hours and just be on the other side of the city. Um, you'd uh you'd see military dudes on the back of trucks with you know the turret type guns, you know, be ready to go if they had to. There'd be guards with machine guns in front of really nice houses and stuff like that. I I got food from some ladies kitchen that just lived by the skate park somebody took me in there and she made me a sandwich <laughs> like stuff like that man it was wild uh i don't know it it was cool um <laughs> yeah you could easily walk down the wrong block and get in some trouble but uh man it was fun there's a video of that you could find you know if you if you search hard enough you can find that video i'll send it to you if you want I'm going to, I'm going to play uh, this, play this hype video while, while you're talking hype and, uh, here we go. So I can figure out how to play this. I y'all had created this video to start with. Yeah. This one actually is from Austin, Texas. Um, this is about right before I started fishing. So is, is this peak? BMX, Marcus Grubbs, it, it's your prime? Uh, my prime was probably a couple years before this. <laughs> this is like right <laughs> at the end of it. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, uh, I moved out to Portland, Oregon for a little while just to kind of chase that dream a little bit further and uh, realized it wasn't going to happen and uh, made a little money while I was out there and decided to go down to Austin where I had some friends staying and stay there for almost a year and you know just made this video with a couple of uh, my buddies down there and when i came back from there it's whenever uh my dad took me uh frog fishing at this pond that i'd been fishing i got a picture of me holding a fish when i was four or five years old and uh we caught a few fish on a frog and that kind of lit that fire and i started buying rods and reels and I actually bought a belly boat and tried to go out on a pond and caught a few fish and it, it was ridiculous so that's when I ended up buying a kayak. Will, will you explain what's going on in this clip right here? Were you just showing oh, off yeah, at dude. that point? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just a little slick editing there. <laughs> the uh, I, I get cracked up every time any of the uh, the basketball <laughs> portions of this video because I didn't know if this was just like a, a hype video or you mentioned the, the clothing <laughs> company sponsor if it was a if it was promotional for the clothing. It company was. Or what? I rode for a bike company and this was them i got you um, i've I, i've fished just long enough to know how the sponsorship and, and that kind of stuff works and i knew i saw this and i was like my man just shot a dope sponsorship video for somebody <laughs> or something yeah yeah definitely man uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah if you're from indiana you got to know how to play some basketball kind of like y'all with football oh yeah so uh <laughs> Were those you? You want to say any names of, of tricks that were in that, or any of those super fancy? They got a they got a grub Marcus Grub one eighty no, kickflip fancy. None of I them. think that's skateboarding, but yeah. Uh, what what was your signature bit. Marcus Grub trick that that was your that was your party trick at, at the skate park? Uh, I could do those uh, tabletops better than most people. I get them upside down and just uh, pretty much lay the bike over. I don't know. <laughs> I could do the front wheel tricks a lot. I always impress people, but it was pretty easy to do. 
I think the one that, that I know that I would make a fool myself more than any other is the one where you like hopped it up on that on that brick wall <laughs> and you're moving one wheel is on one side of the wall and the other wheel is oh, on yeah, the other. Yeah, yeah. And uh that I, I would break my neck. I, I barely, you know, go down the road on a on a bike just without trying to <laughs> jump and, and do crazy things. But I saw that and yeah. I was like, man, that's that's wild to me. I would break my neck doing that. Yeah, it comes with consequences. I've I've knocked my teeth out. I've broken both wrists. I've chipped my kneecap and rolled ankles and done crazy stuff. You know, just I hit my knee one time and it just didn't move right for like almost a year. Just, <laughs> Never got it working out. Ah, <laughs> uh, I didn't have insurance. I mean, all that stuff was no insurance. I never had ever. Yeah, how am I going to afford having insurance? <laughs> I just I just winged it. Same yeah. with the. 350,000 miles on the truck and driving in these tournaments. I'm just winging it. <laughs> I, I love it. I love winging it. That's that's true, true road dog fashion. Yeah, I mean, if you want it. I mean, for the native deal, I worked a, an 11-hour day and then got off and took my son to my parents, got my stuff ready, drove straight down, fished all day, went to check-in, and drove home. <laughs> Oh my uh, god! It's I'm I'm abs It was stupid. I can talk. I don't know. That last hour of that drive, I don't know how I made it. <laughs> so, um, you know, about how many miles are, are you kind of traveling for these events? I know you got some guys you, you travel with. T tell us about your kind of travel arrangements for how you're kind of going back and forth from Indiana to, you know, a lot of these yeah. events are in East Tennessee and even either Southern, you know, kind of Southeastern Tennessee. Yeah, dude. Luckily, I got a couple of buddies. Uh, Tim Howard, uh, you met him and Rowdy Farinelli, and uh, they live in Bee Spring, Kentucky, where uh, Kayak Samore shop is. That's the shop that sponsors me and Tim. And uh, I drive there, park at his house. We put my boat in his boat on the trailer, and we put Rowdy's boat in the back of the truck, and we ride three wide in the front of that 98 F-150. It's pretty goofy, but man it it's been efficient dude like we yeah. can we can get a hotel and spend uh 100 120 bucks each you know with gas included you know oh, it yeah. makes it affordable it's an hour and a half to his house from my house and then you know some of those trips are three or four hours from his house so it's not that bad all said and done yeah and, and y'all didn't miss a single bass tennessee bass nation event this year did you no, I was I was psyched that we actually did it, and you know, I would we'll start doing real bad. We may have missed a couple, but I was kind of. <laughs> that's what happened last year. I, I I had a good event on Dale Hollow, and then I uh, had a decent uh, Center Hill event, and then I don't remember what was next, but I bombed pretty hard. And I was like, well, I guess probably don't need to go down to Douglas and bomb again, or <laughs> whatever it was. And, and I, th I think Tim ended up being in the top fifteen for points too, didn't he? I think he was. Yeah, there for a minute. It was me and him were like first and second. You know, like oh yeah, he was. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, he was one, two, three, four, five, six. He was he was sixth in points. That's yeah, yeah. He, he I mean, yeah, that's we're sharing a lot of spots too. You know, we got to make. We got to make spot, uh, one spot work for three dudes. That oh, sucks yeah. too, you know, kind of. 
it's good for practice. You know, we can all kind of spread out and try and figure some shit out stuff out. But yeah, there, there know, wasn't a whole lot of Marshall midday moves going on with the Indiana no, boys this year, was there? No, no, no. Uh, but it was awesome too. I mean, if if we were having a bad day, you might be like, dude, come over here, check this out. Yeah, that's no, that's the good no. thing about kayak fishing, man. Is 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 the community. Obviously, you know, y'all were kind of, um, yeah, y'all are friends, and we're riding in the same vehicle, so it's you know a little easier to uh, do that, and you can kind of rely yeah. on each other. But man, that's yeah. you know, pe- people don't realize that's kind of how our whole kayak community is of people, you know, yeah. wanting others to catch fish as much as they want themselves. You know, dude, it has been like that. I've met some cool dudes on the water like that. It sucks. Yeah. Uh. I had a couple of people trying to get on my spot or, you know, coming toward me when I was trying to protect my stuff on Saturday. And I felt like such a jerk, man, just being like, please don't come back here. You know, I got <laughs> something going on and they, everybody was cool, but I still just, I felt like such a dork doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean, man. Especially if you're, you're in specific areas where, you know, you're, you're sharing it and you know, you're not going to move at any point, you know, like, yeah, uh, I had to. Pickwick got really crowded, you know, with the bass mm-hmm. boat tournament and, you know, being yeah. the last event of our, our series, you know, there were quite yeah. a few guys making sure trying to qualify for state and, and all that. And, mm-hmm. and you kind of had a small area that you were trying to lock down for that. Right. Oh yeah, dude. We sat on it all day and bass boats were mad. <laughs> we had at least six of them trying to, and one actually got in between me and Tim and we had to had a little conversation with him. He didn't throw like some, it. They left. <laughs> throw some, throw some. Who's your welcome, welcome center program to those boys? Yeah, just like I don't, I don't know what some of those dudes are thinking. They wouldn't want us doing that to them. Oh yeah, they they would be Sit beside themselves if some kayaks rolled up on on bass boats. You know what? If it was yeah, the other way around, totally. And that's what that was all I said to him was like, "Do you think it's like what would you do? Why is this cool to you?" Yeah. And a lot of guys, you know, even still, um, you know, don't realize, you know, what we're fishing for and, and kind of chasing mm-hmm. after and, you know, e- even the money that's kind of involved in, in our events. Yeah. It might be more than what they're fishing for. Most likely it is. Yeah. I don't know what the, what the payouts were, but, um, I, I doubt there was anybody that won, you know, in that bass boat event on Gunner's Hole, you know, this weekend. I doubt there was anybody fishing for more than a thousand dollars in that bass boat mm-hmm. event. Um, I could be wrong, I didn't see what the payouts were, but um, e- Ethan won over three thousand dollars, and and I'd, I'd guarantee you there was nobody on that lake fishing for three thousand dollars except All the right. kayak guys, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, and yeah. they would be the first ones to get bent out of shape if we were on a spot. Oh, guaranteed. Man, how awesome is that lake, dude? That's that's a special <laughs> place, man. I've been going uh, down there about ten years, and it's it's a special, special fishery. I wish I could go there every day, dude. I, I might I might be going back Saturday. We we've got a well. I guess by the time this airs, it'll be uh, it'll be past. But I'm I'm I was looking at going back down there. There's there's local events down there. There's quite a few local clubs down there. Man, every time I see one, I'm like. That just gives me an excuse if I could go down there and break even and, and come back, you know, for just fishing yeah. against, you know, 10 guys or something like that just for yeah. fun. Dude, it'd be hard not to. How far is it from you? Um, It's about, uh, you know, to Scottsboro where we had check-in, you know, that Goose Pond mm-hmm. area is, you know, two hours, two and a half hours, give or take. So yeah. it's, it's not, it's, a, it's not that bad. Yeah. It's a good little haul though. Yeah. But, d- d- depends uh, on all that Chattanooga traffic, you know? Right. Yeah, I'd probably do it, dude. 
<laughs> I, I'm probably going to watch the balls beat up on the Gators this weekend. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that ages well, and I didn't just jinx myself <laughs> in the balls, you know. So, uh, you know, we we like to talk about, you know, how many how many tournaments somebody fishes. How many tournaments do you think you're going to fish? Do you, did you keep track this year? Do you know how many you you fished or or plan I'm, on fishing not, by the time the year's over? I'm not 100. percent I think I've only got one more for sure, maybe two more. There's a there's a charity thing I like to do in November up in Indiana. They have a, a turkey bowl that is a team deal. And I'm thinking about taking Tim and Rowdy up there to see if we can beat up on some of those dudes in one of their places. Is that, is that, is that around Thanksgiving? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that should be pretty fun. That, um, that does sound then, fun. You might have piqued my interest. I've got you know, <laughs> my, my last event is, is we got TOC, you know, the first, I think the, first full the second weekend of of november and the third weekend of november is the georgia bass nation state championship but you know the the last two weeks of november are open i i (laughs) I do like fishing team tournaments i need to i need to come come scope out the indiana scene i've never fished that that up there what'd you call that the turkey bowl turkey bowl check it out it's uh hoosier kayak bass and i believe does it um but there's also the usa bass and uh championship is on kentucky lake october or something so that should be interesting it's a two-day event as well for a decent amount of cheddar dude five grand and a nar most most of the north end of of kentucky lake i I saw that yeah so i wonder uh i need to check and see what what that is i I know i didn't qualify for that but i'm just curious what where that is i I know i had the I actually had a couple guys hit me up and ask me about it, and most of the uh, most of the boundaries were all on the north end, like on the Kentucky side. I don't even know if any Tennessee yeah. is involved at all, which is basically it, where I've been. Yeah. You know? yeah, I think maybe barely if there is any Tennessee. It's a high. It's one of the one of the main highways. I can't remember which one, but yeah, probably probably sixty eight or or one of those that crossover. I think the bridge was the boundary. Yeah, well, probably probably around once. that Blood River area. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do there. I I need to probably go go fish at one of these weekends. It's it's on the come up. I I will say that there were yeah. a lot of guys that did not want to go go to Kentucky Lake for the BOS series this year and were expecting bad things. Now it, it certainly didn't have impressive numbers. You know, if you look at it as a whole, there were quite a bit of small fish caught. But honestly, there were a lot of a lot of fish caught. There was a blue million fifteen inch fish caught in that event. It seemed like so. Yeah. Um. Kentucky Lake is definitely going to be fantastic in the next couple of years. And, you know, hopefully by, you know, if it's towards the end of October, hopefully you get some kind of fall conditions to where you can, you know, go throw some top water and cover water and catch oh, a yeah. bunch of fif- 15s and catch a bunch of fish and have, have a good time. I hope so, man. Have you ever been to Kentucky Lake? I went, I, actually, that's the one that did it to me for the Tennessee Bass Nation of the year. I kind of stopped doing it, I guess. Man, that that event sucked, dude. The water was super low. It was cold. I think it snowed the night before or something crazy. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yes, I caught one fish and it flopped off the board before I got a picture. Um, yeah, it was a man. I oh. the GPS took me to the opposite side of the lake where there wasn't a ramp, and then to get to the ramp I wanted to was an extra forty minutes. And I, was, man. <laughs> Yeah, I I went down there and practiced for that, and and let me tell you, 
when it was snowing in practice that that Friday morning, <laughs> or I guess it was Friday morning, yeah. I absolutely, I mean, I, I could not not catch fish. I, I'd cut the hook off of a jig. Well, I, I went and <laughs> practiced, and I was like, man, if there's fish on these laydowns, there's probably going to be a fish on a bunch of them. And the first one I pulled up, I had like an 18, and I man. cut the hook off the little jig, little striking bitsy bug jig I had, and and you know i was kind of finesse flipping and i got bites on the next three trees and uh, no set the hook they just swim off with it and i was like man this is stacked full of big fish and i went to to the back where there's like a, a hole a deep hole in, the, in this creek and threw a ned rig in there and caught like a 15 cut the ned rig hook threw back in there had like six more bites on consecutive cast <laughs> in this hole and i was like i was like they're in here so i was like i'm gonna go check this old bridge Went over to the bridge, started throwing a crankbait and caught like a 18 or 19 or something like that on like second or third cast. And I was like, I was like, I'm going to win. I was like, I, I know what's in Kentucky Lake. I'm going to win. You know, I went and got off the water and went and had lunch and, and hung out and, you know, went back the next day. And man, I, you know, it was kind of a crazy day, but I, I caught a bunch of fish. They just never, never was any big fish. Apparently I caught the only two big fish with my, with my two. <laughs> with my two hooks that were not cut off when the first jig flip and that crankbait and, and you know, it, it is what it is. I, I wouldn't change it, man. That was, I, there was never a tournament. I thought I was going to win more than that specific tournament. Cause I knew <laughs> how Kentucky Lake could fish. And I was like, they're set up perfect. Did you win it? No, no, not, not no, at all. I, I wasn't even close. <laughs> I didn't get paid or anything. I was just, Dang. I just, I was I was as confident of that event as I was probably any event all of last year, and it just yeah. it, it did not pan out. I um, had a good time though. K- Kentucky Lake's always fun. Um, you know, we, we uh, I've got a buddy of mine that has a, a group of uh, uh, it's called the the Lake Lodge at Paris Landing out there, and I encourage anybody to check it out. It's it's in Paris. It's near the Big Seventy Nine Bridge at Paris Landing State Park. Great, great area. It's got big boat covering pull through parking you never have to unhook anything or back up anything and lighted area and it's it's a good deal i i love going out there i'm nobody wants to see kentucky lake you know come come back more than me i've got a bunch of friends that live out there and and uh, a bunch of restaurants that i like to go to and things like that it's you know that's that's a home away from home you know just as much as gunnersville is for me you know kind of the way the way i see kentucky lake yeah It'd be awesome if that that place did fire off again. I was, it's a, I watched some of those old tournaments and it's just nuts. It's it's a special fishery when it's when it's right. It's it's one of those places where you you can go at any given point and just catch them anywhere. You know, in in May it seems like you can catch them shallow, flipping. Yeah. It's it's one of those places that's so big and so diverse. You can kind of do whatever you want at, at, at any given point of the year. To me. Yeah, that it's, sounds awesome. It's, it's like Gunnersville, you know. It's it's so mm-hmm. diverse. Yeah, yeah. Big small mouth, big large mouth. Oh yeah. Yeah. What um? So so tell guys uh, that that don't know that don't know how you like to to fish and and are you a are you a power fisherman? You you a finesse guy? What's your uh, what's your weapons of choice at on the tournament trail scene? Man, I I I tend to do a little bit of everything, but uh it's just everything's usually pretty shallow you know uh i fished a little deeper this year than i ever had and i'm talking like 10 or 15 feet you know like caught a few fish that deep you know but normally six feet or less is where my my range is 
and chatter baits a lot. Uh, square bills, man. I love throwing a square bill or flat side or something like that. Wacky rig, man. Like if I, if they're on a wacky rig or something like, you know, some, uh, drop shot or something, I love fishing that stuff too. Um, lipless crankbait in the grass. That's one of my, you know, most confident baits I can have if they're eating it. I feel are you like, like do, some some guys are some guys are real particular on the on their on their on their lipless crankbaits. Are you a you a hardcore specific brand lipless guy? Are you one of those guys that chases down those old school Excaliburs or No, not at all. No, I'll throw a, a Strike King or I'll throw I like I've been throwing those Yozuris last couple of years and I think I mm-hmm. like those about the best so far. Those uh, those Yozuris are, are a big chick thing. That's yeah, that's uh, kind of where I'd heard about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the only time I, I've I've ever really heard of of Yozuri being brought up. I swear it's like a it's like a random chick thing. It's like p- yeah. people are like, oh yeah, I was throwing Yozuri topwater, Yozuri rattle trap, <laughs> or I'm like, I'm like, man, I, I'm I miss the Yozuri bus. Apparently, at some <laughs> point in time, I you know I, I ain't got nothing against them. I just you know it's one of those things I kind of kind of forget about you know yeah i'm curious yeah. about those uh lipless that uh greg de palma talks about i can't remember the brand but uh it's uh it's know. actually nomad i think it's nomad fishing tackle yeah those um, look pretty cool truth truth be told I, I bought some as as soon as as soon as he talked about it. i'm i'm a, I'm a tackle junkie right so I bet. yeah um, i uh i you know i i, I bought some through them didn't catch anything off of them. Probably stuck them back in a box. The ones that weren't opened, I probably put in a box somewhere just for, for, you know, they probably were stored away somewhere, never to be seen again until, you know, I'm I'm an old man and somebody pops those out of the box and hopefully they're they're collectibles at that point. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But you know, I I've, I'll I'll buy anything once just to see if it works. I've got you know yeah. I've bought all the the beaver the beaver baits and you know beaver beaver choppos and beaver wake baits <laughs> and all that you know i and double yeah. double whopper ploppers you know i every you know i've i've tried a bunch of stuff and love throwing funky baits it's it's a lot of fun to me stuff that stuff that can work that no that you know nobody else is throwing you yeah. know yeah yeah but i think if i'm if i'm chasing anything like like hardcore that's kind of collectible i'm i'm a big uh like balsa bait guy i like collecting balsa baits because it's you know one of those things that's kind of started in east tennessee and oh know, yeah I, that's that's one of the first things i started cashing checks on when i was kayak fishing was was you know you can break down water easier and, and things of that nature you know i was mm-hmm. one of the first guys that were you know using a hobie in east tennessee so i could cover water a lot easier cranking than most guys so it felt like oh, i had man. an advantage doing that and started loving those balsa baits yeah there ain't nothing better than a freaking square bill bite dude i love that yeah you can just i don't know but i i, I lose too many to buy a 23 dollar one. Oh yeah but <laughs> it, it's it stacks up quick you need just some some plug knockers and the little pieces of lead yeah. you slide down dude, through there i finally bought one this year and i've I've definitely saved a few lures, but uh, I've I've got a bunch at the house. I'm I'm a big like I said I'm a big time cranker. I uh I, I need to bring you some. We got some homemade ones that they sell over here at the tackle shop by the house, and I need to bring you some. Heck yeah, I'd like to try them out. So um, 
so what all you know you fish the the bass nation series is kind of your your primary thing this year do you, do you fish any yeah. other, any other series this year to, to as far as falling around i know you mentioned the jackson event championship yeah uh the kayaks and more had a had one of the uh, usa bass in divisions uh so i fished all those and then i dipped into a couple of them up in indiana on patoka lake and lake monroe or actually i didn't do a lake monroe i just did two on patoka sorry um and man, uh, I think there's only like four or five, uh, four or five people in one of them and seven or eight in the other and maybe like four or five fish total caught, you know, kind of stuff. So that sounds terrible. That yeah, sounds was, rough. Yeah. I mean, I had three fish and, uh, I, I beat everybody cause nobody else caught a fish, but I was, I was really trying to actually catch a limit. Yeah. I was caught my first small mouth out of that lake though. And I hadn't. <laughs> hadn't done that before so i was pretty psyched how, they were 12 uh, inches but <laughs> 12 inches <laughs> do you uh do you get a pb smallmouth when you came down here the holes in the french broad it was my pb it was the longest but man that, that sucker was skinny so i've caught yeah. i've caught a little heavier but not that long man i just i've really only caught them out of creeks and stuff i hadn't yeah i haven't gone anywhere and really targeted any trophies every time i go to a smallmouth fishery i end up finding largemouth so is that what happened to Dale when he finished second there oh, oh yeah i've never caught a i've maybe caught two smallmouth out of that lake that that sounds about like my experience at Dale hall i wasn't 100 yeah. sure there were smallmouth in there i think that everybody was just lying that the world record came out of there just to just to get people to go you know it's like a, it's yeah. like a big prank that we go up there for a giant smallmouth and, <laughs> well, and all i ever well, catch up there is largemouth yeah, believe me, I'd love to catch 90 inches of smallmouth there, but it's a lot easier to catch a largemouth for me. Yeah, I, that's that's what I'm going to have to start doing. I'm I'm sure Steve will take us back there in the Bass Nation series this year to to go back to Dale. I'm I might just bite the bullet yeah, he said, purposely fish for largemouth. I'm pretty sure he said it was the 16th, and I need to probably shut up about the largemouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you better watch out. That's I'll always gain steam as is as the year goes on. I, I heat up yeah. at the weather. You know what I mean? We, me if, too, if man. I, I just I somehow just got lucky at Dale Hollow. I, but man, the uh, Gunnersville. I tried to do that Bassmaster on Gunnersville, and I sucked it up, dude. I think I caught five fish total out of two days. But uh, there's two other tournaments after that. I just sucked, man. Like tried to do uh, Lake Cumberland. Man, I zeroed that sucker. I broke a I broke a rod over my my graph that day. Mad as heck. <laughs> I, I've been there a time or two. I promise. Yeah, man. I had a good old meltdown at Gunnersville. I feel bad because I was talking to a dude, Curtis. I I didn't catch his last name. Nice guy. I was talking to him, and I lost a giant that second day. That would have helped out so much, of course. But uh, are you talking about this weekend? Man, Oh yeah, man. I I had to let it out, man. I had all this pressure, so I just had to release it with a bunch of f words, loud as I could. <laughs> and he 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 was really cool, man. He just kept going. He's you know whatever. But I saw him later, and he's like, man, that was a complete meltdown. I was like, yeah, you know, I didn't want to tell him that was just a baby one. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> yeah, was like, that was probably Curtis Perez. He's one. He's one of our kind of Knoxville guys. He he uh kind of helps out with a group called Clinch Mountain Kayak Anglers. Curtis is a good dude. Is he on a Hobie? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This he was a super nice guy, but I felt bad. But man, I just had to. I had to let it out after after something like that. 
Yeah. Bull, a little shad meltdown as, as they've been. Yeah. Little Iconelli moment. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you, uh, what do you plan on fishing next year? Are you going to stick to the Tennessee bass nation schedule or are you going to branch out? You need to talk yeah. them into getting like an Indiana bass nation. event. I, I had a buddy that tried to do an Indiana bass nation and I didn't work out. They couldn't get a hold of the right people, whatever it was. I don't know if he tried hard enough or, what the deal was but that fell through a couple of years back but man i can't tell you a schedule in indiana that i'd be psyched on fishing there's not any nobody could make one that i'd be psyched on fishing i swear i might do it but i wouldn't be psyched on it you know yeah but uh i've heard rumblings of a kentucky bass nation um that'd be cool but i definitely want to want to try and do as many of the tennessee ones as i can if there's a that I, that Bassmaster kayak series, if there's anything kind of close that I could dip into, I might try one of them. But I don't think I'll be able to chase anything crazy far away with work and life and all that. I'm taking a week off of work and spending all that money out there. I can't. I don't know. It's hard to do. Right. Zero help. You know. Yeah. I got a I got a seven year old kid. I live by myself. You know, like ugh, pretty yeah. tough. You know, yeah, the, that's it's it's a lot. It's it's fall. certainly not cheap to travel. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of moves I got to make before I can even go down and do a one day event. You know, with one day of practice, let alone try and get three or four days off and then work on Monday when I get back. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's there's been quite a few times I've I've went leave you know leave Friday night and drive somewhere or you know leave Thursday night and you know, be off on Friday, fish Saturday, Sunday, and then drive. Uh, I drove home from Arkansas one time after a Dardanelle Hobie event and drove like 10 or 11 hours straight, you know, basically straight back to work. And, you know, I feel like I just, I slept like an hour at home or an hour in my truck at work or something. I, I'd slept like an hour and just walked back into work and was just like, everybody's like, Hey, how's your weekend? I was like, it, it feels like it's still happening except for the fact that I'm here. You know, I was like, I didn't sleep last night. It still feels like it's Sunday. Oh man. Yeah. One of the worst days I ever had at work was that Monday after that Bassmaster at Gunnersville this spring. Yeah. I think I ended up just laying down for my lunch break on the homeowner's grass. Just close my eyes. And you, you want to tell everybody what, what you do for, for work? Yeah, uh, I just do tree work. Uh, I get to climb them, uh, cut them down, or trim them up, whatever needs to be done. But uh, man, I love it. It's really awesome uh, using chainsaws and climbing trees, dude. He he does a lot of the. Uh, even though we're we're a long distance apart, he does a lot of what what I pick up. I see these tree companies, you know, cutting trees down and stacking at the road, and I just come pick it up, nice nice and easy. My my feet don't ever have to get more than a couple feet off the ground just to stand on my truck so i, I don't know Dude, how a, marcus does it man I, I i don't like heights i couldn't get up in a tree and, and cut nothing down i'd, I'd be done Dude, uh, that's an awesome service that the city does for for people that's not cheap you know oh yeah that's, a, that's pretty cool that they do that for real um yeah I, I love it i've i've been doing it a while i've i've been picking up brush and junk on the side of the road for like you know five or six years now and, and love cool. it Heck yeah. Real dog, junkyard dog. Oh yeah. I, I've got all sorts of <laughs> nicknames. There's, there's, there's a few things I'm not short on and, 
you know, that's, that's hair, um, <laughs> bad jokes, and uh, and nicknames. I think is the is the top three going right now. That's perfect. <laughs> so uh, you you uh, you you plan on fishing Tennessee Bass Nation this year and next year. Yeah. Um, I think there's I think according to Steve we're going to do like ten events. So, uh, are you, you going to do all, all 10 as long as you, 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 you're in the hunt, you're going to get rowdy and, and Tim to come down with you. Man, uh, I think Tim's pretty down. Uh, we'll see what rowdy thinks. Um, I don't know how down he is for, he really, uh, didn't like that grass too much. I don't think Gunners will <laughs> spun him out a little bit. Uh, I'm, used, I just can't wait to, to see that. where 10 events are. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Dude, we got a right. really good you know, cover coverage of the year with, you know, with seven events and, you know, having your best yeah. four out of seven, you know, I, I don't know. I, I assume they're going to bump that up to, you know, probably, you know, best six out of 10 or, or something like something that. So has to be, yeah. you're, you're definitely going to have to, uh, you know, it was, it was a tight AOI race this year with, with four events out of, out of seven. Cause totally. um, I, I feel like nine times out of 10, you or, or Luke, um, Oh my goodness! I can't think of Luke's 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 name, uh, last name. Yeah, Luke Luke Graham. I, I cannot believe I forgot that. But um, you know, nine times out of ten, I feel like you know you or, or Luke either one probably wins a wins a four out of out of seven event with with the finishes that that were had. Dude. You know, it's yeah. it's a it it was it was so tight. You know, it's you're you're yeah. talking about splitting hairs. You know. With with a bad event being a seventh place or an eighth place at, at that point yeah. by the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. I feel I think at Pickwick, if Luke would have caught one more keeper, I think his finish may have put me in third for Angler of the Year, which would yeah. really suck. You <laughs> know, like yeah, that would have really yeah. sucked. Um, because I I mean the 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 tournaments I dropped, I think I dropped a seventh and a tenth and a sixteenth. So I didn't like drop a 30th or a 50th or anything, you know, I dropped a good one, you know, like right. pretty decent finishes. Like, so I just didn't have a first, you know, or, you know, that would have been nice to win one and maybe drop a fifth, you know, instead of it's yeah. just, just the way it, it crumbled, you know? Yeah, it was, it was, it was a tight race. Like, I mean, the whole year, I mean, it, it seemed like, I mean, that, that one event that I won at Watts bar, um, how, how tight the numbers were. I, I won it. You finished second and you actually gained AOI points on me because you pulled <laughs> out a worse finish than I did. That's, that's how tight the, the year yeah. was. I, I went an event and then further back in AOI points than I started the event with. Yeah, it was wild. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. It, it was wild. It was just, it, if you look at those finishes, like I think Chickamauga, you were right behind me and then whatever you were right in front of me and then yeah, right behind you. And then Luke somewhere winning two freaking events that you, you know, like, yeah. So it was pretty awesome. There's hammers, man. I can't believe that I was even, even there, you know, like that's pretty special that it I was, got to it, even have my name up there for a few months, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I think, you know, I think one of the funniest things I heard all year was was when you got on stage at, at Pickwick and were like, "Man, I'm just happy to be down here." And I I felt bad for Luke because I think Luke might have taken it as is a jab. But, oh, right but, after I said it, I was like, "Oh, yeah, it was." It's, I'm glad I got beat by you. 
<laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, tell him what you said on stage. I, I was back in the back, and I couldn't help but start laughing back there. And I was trying to be quiet, Dude. so I didn't want any mics to pick me up. Well, every time I get up there, my mind just goes blank. Like, he asked me about my day on Pickwick, and whatever I told him wasn't even close to what happened. I can't even remember what I said. It was some crap about not having a good bite in the morning, whatever it was. I got bit all day. I was catching fish all freaking day. But I just made up some stuff talking because I didn't know what to say. And then I just said something about I was happy. At least I got beat by you and not somebody else. And that just like, <laughs> who was that somebody else? You know, like, what a jerk. <laughs> you know, like, and he's a nice kid, you know. It's not like I don't dislike anybody. Like, but <laughs> That's know what, what I, you know, when I was when I was texting Marcus and telling him, you know, <laughs> talking trash Saturday night, he's like, he's like, man, he said, I, I thought I made you mad or something. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm just, I'm just giving everybody a hard time. I'm trying to get in everybody's head. I'm out here, you know, trying to, tr trying to trash talk like I'm Michael Jordan or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It ain't going to affect my fishing, but it might make me sad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Grubbs, not a trash talker. Quiet. I'm, quiet. I mean, I like talking trash. I like I like trying to make people laugh. So if if me and you are around each other, I'm gonna make fun of somebody else with you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna that's make fun fair. of you. I'm gonna make fun of that guy over there. Now, if you're not around and I'm with him, I might make might make fun of you. <laughs> that's fine. I, I deserve it. I give I'm everybody a hard time. I, I would 100 percent deserve it. <laughs> I'm just playing. Uh no, I, I just like, I do like talking trash, but I didn't know for sure. You know, I didn't know you well enough to know, if, you know, what to do. Yeah. So, um, always ask a guest on here, at least I have in the last couple of events. Uh, is there anybody that you would want to room with or, or even have, would, would recommend rooming with? I mean, obviously you got your boys, Tim, Tim and Rowdy. I know that's, yeah. that's, that's the guys you typically stay with. Obviously y'all, y'all have a lot of fun. Is there anybody that, you know, if y'all got somewhere and, and, you know, had a house for, for a Tennessee event event next year, is there somebody you're like, man, I, I think I'd vibe with that guy. That's, that's a cool oh. dude. Um, man, I, I really want to hang out with Dan, Dan Catrone. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I've hung out with him on the water and then at the check-ins and stuff, but, It'd be awesome to stay with him one of these, dude. He is. I'm so psyched to have met him this year, dude. He's one of the. He, he's wide dudes. open, ain't he? He's wide open, man. He. I met him at the check-in at Cherokee, I believe. It's either Cherokee or Douglas. They're the same freaking lake, basically. And oh, yeah. uh, we just happened to sit beside each other, and man, hit it off. I could tell he, you know, I got a lot of friends like him. You know, he's yeah. chopper, dude. He's tattoo guy. You know, I've got a lot of those dudes and that we hit it off you know right from the jump and then he's, he's got some cool tattoos too i you know i, I just know dan dan a little bit but you you can tell you know there's he's got a lot of them and, and he likes to talk yeah. about them and and you know a lot yeah. of them he's i feel like he's one of those people that has a lot of stories about you know what he you know puts on himself you know oh dude yeah he's he's a storyteller for sure he's got some good ones he's 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 wide open there's there's no yeah. shortage of personality with with dan for sure definitely one of the coolest people i've met fishing for sure or otherwise you know so what uh you have any uh sponsors that, that you want to thank for for your year this year any that you got anything working on trying to trying to gain for for next year maybe we'll try to get you hooked up with somebody get you get you yeah, some, I, get you a head and shoulder sponsorship or something I'm dude, to i probably need 
I need something, some Tresemme or something. But <laughs> <laughs> so I got uh, kayaks and more in Deep Spring, Kentucky. They hooked me up. Um, I was paddling last year. Dale Hollow was the last event I fished paddling a kayak. And I was paddling a Jackson Liska for six years, I believe. Five or six years. I bought, when they very first came out, I bought one. And I, I've been on that until this year. And they hooked me up with a pedal drive for this year. And uh, that changed the game, dude. Like, oh yeah, I, I'll paddle my butt off with anybody, you know. I'll, I'll, I'll blow these arms off getting to the spot, you know. But it's a lot easier looking across the lake and knowing you can get there in a few minutes with your legs instead of, you know, a little bit of wind and stuff. You're like, man, I'm not paddling a mile to get over there, no matter yeah. what's over there. Screw it. But there's several times where I just made that run this year and it paid off, and I wouldn't have done it paddling. So it's awesome, dude. Like. I never thought about these two mile runs, you know, at that lot or at, at, you know, right at the beginning of the day. And that yeah. happens, you know, now, and I never would have done that paddling. Like, so that, that's helped out a ton, man. Being able to hold position, trying to fish, you know, a little bit deeper. Like, so, so you mentioned just, a pedal driver. Are you still in a Jackson? What, what, what boat are you no, in right now? I got an old town, uh, the top water 120 next year i'm getting a different boat and i'm not sure which one yet but it might be another jackson we'll see i got you but I'd what like do to you uh, what, what do you prefer out of uh have you got in any of the jackson pedal drives yet have you tried any of those out yeah I'd, i've tried their new pedal system out uh i forget what they call it whatever their newest version is um in like a bite angler last yeah. year or something and uh Man, the the pedal drive is awesome. I love their their system. You know, I like the way that the uh, the the prop comes up. You know, if you hit anything, you can lift a little hatch and clear it out if you need to, whatever. But um, that boat's just a little small, so I, yeah. I wouldn't you know necessarily want to fish out of that boat. But that using that drive is ten times better than their original one. And uh, oh, yeah. I feel like just looking at that nar, I think I can I can work with that. You know. Yeah, the Nars a cool boat. They were, you know, some guys that that flip flop out of the Hobie to to get into the Nar and 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 check that out. I think it's it's definitely cool to see the evolution of of how that drives kind of progressed. And yeah. um, you mentioned the Jackson bite. I had an OG Jackson bite, uh, not not even the Angler one that I bought just to have as a, kind of like a river beat up boat for yeah. a couple years. Yeah. It was uh, I think they called Pretty the color Rockfish. It was it was a great little boat just to throw in and out of you know, steep banks and stuff like that, that I could just yeah. kind of beat up and take a couple rods pretty, with me and just fun fish, you know? Yeah. Pretty lightweight. Just pack yeah. it down. That's how the Liska is. That's the Jackson Liska is what I was on forever. And man, it's an awesome river boat, dude. You can't get yeah. much better than that. You run a, you run electronics on your, on your old town this year. Yeah. Just, uh, just a Garmin, uh, one of those 10 inch 106 whatever's I'm, yeah, I, I really SBs. like these yeah i just i honestly have this year i caught more fish actually looking at that thing than before you know it was crazy yeah. if i looked down and saw a fish on there and turned around and caught it or something that was like <laughs> I'd, I'd be celebrating you know i can go have a beer yeah. for that one but uh this year it actually i can see a lot more now that i got this garmin too i had an old lorance before that was 10 or 12 years old you know and kind of squinting to see what was on there and that I actually took the winnings uh, from Dale Hollow and bought this one and those $2,000 units were on sale I think for a grand and I 
picked one up and I don't have live scope or anything, but maybe yeah, it's, one it's, day it's probably I, the same system that, that I'm running just with the, the live scope attachment. Honestly, it sounds yeah. like that's very similar. Yeah. They're awesome. And you see a lot with that thing that the side imaging is so good the down. Oh yeah. Man, it's, 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 it's a nice unit. It's uh, yeah. when, when I was looking into it, trying to decide what I was going to do, that's, you know, kind of what I felt was, was best. And I, I went and, you know, I didn't have a hookup. I didn't, you know, want to try to be, uh, you know, kind of pointed in a direction that I didn't want to go in. So I just kind of went and, you know, bought it. You know, I didn't buy it through anything particular. I went and bought it at Black Friday like everybody else on, yeah, yeah. on you know, from, from Bass Pro at the time. I just went and bought it because that's what I felt like I wanted to do. And I just wanted to kind of, you know, ha take take a crack at it, you know, without uh, having the blinders on, so to speak. And I, I think yeah. it's been a, a great unit. It is, man. I'm, I'm definitely going to eventually get live scope for it, but we'll see when. Uh, I'm thinking about, you know, I'll probably try and get a uh, some sort of motor, you know, Newport. I, I think if 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 I had to choose between the two, um, if I was only you know choosing one or the other, I think if if you're fishing a lot of Bass Nation events, which it sounds like you are, I don't know how the local Indiana scene is uh, as far as motors or no motors, or if you're planning on fishing Hobie events, but you know anymore, uh, there's so many events that allow motors. Uh, I yeah. think a motor is just about the most valuable thing you can put on a kayak at Dude. this point for for the average yeah. angler. Well, my buddy Tim's got one, and he, man, just watching what he does, I'm jealous. He, when oh, yeah. he wants to go somewhere, he just freaking goes, man. Leaves me in the dust. <laughs> yeah. It sucks, dude. I'm working my butt off. I got passed by a Hobie earlier this year after, like, five minutes of five miles an hour as fast as I could, dude. I'm trying to get to this roadbed. <laughs> I know there's a shad spawn going on, dude. I'm cranking. I'm sweating, dude. I'm breathing hard, and I hear something. I look over and it's a some dude in a hobie with a freaking torpedo or something just cruising past me, not even moving. And they they sell straight. themselves, man. They really dude, do. He goes, he went straight to the roadbed too. As soon as he passed me, I just stopped pedaling. I was like, Jesus. And he fished that roadbed. You knew. It. I got my butt beat, dude. I didn't see him coming until he was already passing me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I know how that is. I was I was that guy at one point in time too. I learned my lesson about a motor. That's next year for sure. Yeah. Well, um, if you have anybody else you'd like to thank, we're we're approaching an hour here. I I think I've I think I've asked you about everything I was I was planning to ask you. Um, yeah. I, I pro I'll probably end up seeing you. I, I'm going to seriously consider going to Indiana and fishing that turkey bowl thing. That, that what is that a three man team event? It's a three-man team. You could just show up with uh, Ewing and maybe uh, you know some other hammer, one of your good buddies that probably wins everything too, and just surprise everybody. That would, you know, that's is as fun as that sounds. <laughs> it's, you know, I, I got a buddy of mine that was in the first episode, Eric Thomason. We we've won about every team event around here. We've won like uh, it was like a state team event, like a fundraiser. We've had some local team events that we've had. I've, I feel like he would definitely a hundred percent if if the weather was reasonable, I could get him to come with me and we, we could have a lot of fun with that. Yeah. Ewing would be just just a bonus. We actually the three of us actually talked about fishing the the crappie tournament trail that they had talked about. I don't know if you had seen that or that, not. But, I did see that. Bobby's doing it, I believe. Yeah, Bob, Bobby yeah, Tinker, dude, an, another That would be so awesome cool to dude. do, man. I met him too this year. He's cool as shit. You know, he's cool as anybody. Cool as a fan. Yeah, another Bobby tattoo, yeah. 
Oh yeah. Bob, Bobby's a good dude. Wild, straightforward as can be. Uh, Bob, Bobby will tell you like it is and, and he don't care a bit. And then, then if, then if you get your feelings hurt, he'll just kind of look at you and start chuckling, laughing. It's, it's laugh. That's hysterical. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited, man. Like just meeting all you guys and everybody's so cool. It's, it's a cool scene. That's another thing that keeps it coming back, man. Steve and Daniel just do an awesome job. And I, it's, it's cool to represent for them too, you know? Oh yeah. It's, They're Steve. Steve's one of my favorite people. I, I would not be anywhere close in this whole kayak fishing thing. If it wasn't for Steve, a lot, a lot of people don't realize that, that I really wasn't fishing. I'd fished like one or two kayak tournaments and was just fun fishing out of my kayak until, um, Steve had bought some jigs for me back in the day and we just hit it off. We were both Yankees fans. And he's like, man, I, I didn't know you kayak fish. I was like, yeah, you know, that's kind of my thing. And he's like, I run kayak tournaments in Chattanooga. You need to come down here. And man, we've been friends ever since. Oh yeah. Heck yeah, dude. That's awesome. So they're, yeah. they, they were incredible running, running the whole series this year and yeah. put up with a lot of stuff. I mean, it's run so well and they're so laid back about it. Like, I mean, I've been in some tournaments run by some people that are just like, everything's you know crazy like it's not it doesn't have to be that hard yeah you know like i don't know i mean what that one tournament you could launch whenever you just i forget what tournament that was there was no launch time to launch whenever <laughs> you just had lines in was just 5 five thirty or whatever you know that was crazy <laughs> you can sleep on a sandbar if you want <laughs> yeah those you know there was a lot of tournaments that, that used to be like that it was like you know we, we can't police it either way you know whatever y'all want to do is whatever y'all want to do we're just not accepting fish pitchers before this time yeah and, you know, I, I love the practicality <laughs> aspect of that you know yeah. yeah there's been so many times where somebody's asked a question or something and steve will just have such an easy answer and i'm like well you know yeah, it makes sense. It's <laughs> a lot of experience and, and doing that's it for what a it while. is. He, he knows yeah. what's, what's worth getting bent out of shape for and what's not, you know? Yeah. 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 He's a good dude. Daniel's right there behind him. They're both cool, man. Both funny dudes. Yes, sir. Well, uh, anybody else you'd like to thank before we, before we roll up out of here? Man, I definitely got to thank you for having me on here, dude. Uh, uh, Tim and Rowdy for hanging with me and putting up with uh, my crap. Cause I'll, I'll get a little crazy sometimes, dude, you can imagine. <laughs> and then, uh, kayak some more, of course, my parents, man, they helped me out so much watching my kid. Um, you can imagine, I mean, seven tournaments in Tennessee, they're watching him after school on Friday till I get back, you know, a lot of times Sunday, you know, so yeah, pretty sweet of him. I get, I get him every weekend. So I got to figure out something just to go fishing. I'm lucky if I get to fish two or three times a month, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I got you. We, there was, there's a lot of us that wouldn't be in a lot of places that our, our parents, my, my mom and dad yeah, put this whole, whole thing up with just me and my dad put most of my dad. I ain't even going to say me and my dad It's mostly my dad. And I help a little bit here and there, but put, put up a big, big lean to over here to, to put the kayak under. So that's, oh, that's awesome. you know, it's, it's, special we wouldn't, a lot of us wouldn't wouldn't well none of us would be here without our parents but, you know, <laughs> that's right it's, uh, yeah. a lot of us are, are grateful that to, to have their help even even now you know yeah for sure so marcus thank you so much for 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 coming on here being being the third guest on the on the road dog podcast you are officially stamped road dog approved mm -hmm. uh <laughs> 
I will uh, surely see you out there in December. I'm I'm sure as much as I hate Dale Hall and get my butt kicked up there, I'll, I'll be down there. So I'm sure I'll see you at Dale Hall to kick off the Tennessee Bass Nation series this December. And uh, maybe if I can scrounge some guys together, we can come up and give you boys a hard time in Indiana, make you at least sweat it out anyway, like you've done. That would be awesome, here. dude. That would be awesome. All righty, man. Thank you for coming on here. Thank you, man. All righty. Shout out to Marcus. Awesome dude. Good friend of mine that I've made this year fishing the Tennessee Bass Nation series. Good dude. Travels a lot. He's got some awesome stories. Uh, even, you know, the BMX stuff. That still blows my mind, all the, all the places that he's been. That's that's cool as crap to me, you know. Um, obviously, um, got quite a few more events coming up this year myself. Um, probably going to take the, take the weekend off this, this week and, uh, get ready for Sam Rayburn in Texas for the BOS series and, uh, try to, try to knock out a few more big events. We got TOC coming up, Georgia state championship, got, uh, one more, uh, Tennessee, uh, cast kayak angler society of Tennessee state championship at Tim's Ford. So, um, it is trophy season for those that have qualified for the championships at the end that's the cool thing about kayak events a lot of that stuff's in the fall when um, a lot of guys are hunting and stuff like that so it gives us a really good opportunity to put some big fish on the board at the, at the end of the year in the fall when fish aren't as pressured and and they're fun to catch catch them on top water and everything else so one of my favorite times of the year to fish and uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode and uh, as always try to do better next time and i will try to find us another cool and fun guest. So, uh, appreciate you guys listening. Road dog out.